Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here <laughs> in Consensual Studios at 545 Max Productions. Max is excited to be here in today. Keystone, Colorado. Max is... His nipples are erect. It's so hard. All it's about it. A slight nipple he was play tweaking before he was we tweaking even started. Them I mean, he do I want to be here for this? It's always a good this? place to start. This is how I get energized no. for the shows. No, you I, don't. I guess. We are your your beautiful hosts. I've already beautifully nipply erect hosts. <laughs> we are your erect hosts, Mr. Benji Pickens. Um, you can't even tell. You can't even tell, Mr. Max and I'm just excited because I've got like all of like some of my favorite people in the world ben, sitting in this room today, and I'm Ben Hollywood. Whitmore. All of some of his. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to offend some. They want to offend the people, people who weren't here. All right. Uh, and we're joined in the studio by a very people special guest, our good friend, Outdoor Dave. How's what it up? going, Dave? It's going well. Thanks yes. for having me here. It's That's great true. to see you all. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at you. My you headphones s- are like kind of falling yeah, off, so I'm yeah. like kind of like hitching you, my Yeah, you kind of just feel like, yeah, and you look a little... You look a little tired. Slightly under the weather. Yeah, that's all, man. But hey, this is your show, and we're going to make it your podcast. Where we take your topics and turn them into thirty minutes of unedited, beautiful podcasting gold. Max is going to tell you what you get out of it. It's you, bliss, it really is. You it's get audible bliss. bliss. A half hour of audible bliss from us audio wizards, and then you get <laughs> a t-shirt, your very own ignorant and uninformed t-shirt, and we give this to you because you are nice enough to give us. Our topics. These prizes are so insane, they're medieval. <laughs> they're, they're medieval. medieval. Practically giving them away. No, we actually do give them away. All we want is a question. Topics make, or questions make the best topics. You can twank us on the Twitters, at Ig and Un. You can hit us up on the Facebooks and become a friend of the show, message the show. You can click the Topics button as you are downloading or streaming all the episodes from the website or... Email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Get us your topic. Get your T-shirt from us. Do it. We got your speakers. We got your tweeters. <laughs> we got your boodlies. And we oh, got... Uh, boodlies. That's just a made-up word. Yeah, I can tell. We need a topic. Uh, Dave? It's funny. There's words that sound made up, words that don't. And that was mm-hmm. one that sounds made up. Mm-hmm. Am I, am if, I supposed to if you would be oh so kind, the responsibility. Yes. I do. Let me fill out. It wants to be it. Oh, it wants to be it's a magic yes. topic. You never pick the that one that wants to be chosen. You. It's this it <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, this uh, this question is from Gary. Hmm. Gary Serac. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any other Garys. No, any <laughs> there's, no other, there's no other Garys. There's no other Garys. There's one. One and only. Uh, Gary. Talking mug? What? So, uh, if the Cleveland Indians win the World Series, the last was 1948. Is that what this says? Will hell have frozen over? Interesting. Ah. I think this is a timely question. Yeah. At one point. About last year in October mm. as they were in the World Series. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And they did not win. They did not. For so anybody out so there hell is here. safe. It is warm and balmy. Still yeah. burning yeah. brightly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I guess we here we could talk about like that underdog football team. Like there are several teams out there, right, that just haven't. 
Well, like, not... haven't come to play for a long time. Because it's really, like, even in the Super Bowl, man, and that's only, you know, 32 teams, man, right? So, mm-hmm. you really, uh, like, there's a lot of teams that never, like, it's always the same, like, five, six teams that are up there. So they had all the money. They can afford all the players. Yeah, no, no, that's it. it, But that's what's interesting about baseball is because, like, it's the only sport that doesn't have a salary cap. So you can literally, like, Boston and L.A. and New York can buy rosters, right? But they don't always win. I mean, they win a lot. But still, it has to come down to, like, the general manager and making – the scouting department and making good choices in personnel and all that jazz. Not hitting the ball. Where do sport franchises get all that money? Well, so here's Investors? no owners? owners. But that's the thing is that like we are well aware. Well, not well aware, but we know like there's information about the contracts that athletes sign. But you will be hard pressed to find any information about how much the owners make off mm-hmm. of the sports. You know, we think, you know, if an owner is giving a contract for two hundred million dollars, like holy shit, that's a lot of money. But how much are they making? I mean, yeah, and that's just one player. Yeah, over five years. So, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. just to be able to be like, eh, fuck it, give him 200. Oh, well, whatever, <laughs> give him 210. Like, just to, to mm-hmm. have that kind of money would be, uh, like, so, so you, you would have to, you got to think that you're pulling from a pretty large pot if that's the case. Well, if you look at, free with the like, the price of all the merchandise that's tied in oh, with, yeah. with these 50 teams, bucks for a know? shirt yeah. and yeah. shit yeah. like that. The, the NFL get that money? Or the, you know, MLB? Like, well, no, so that money? NFL the is team? a nonprofit organization. Is it? The NFL is, yes. Okay. The NFL itself, all the teams and blah, blah, blah. But the NFL is the organization that binds all these teams together, all the professional teams together. They are their own. They're who televise the games. They're, but they're, they're supposedly, yeah, they're listed as a nonprofit organization. Interesting. Yeah. So, the, so, so if I buy a, I don't know, Baltimore Ravens baseball cap, who gets that money? Well, NFL gets some of it because it's NFL copyright license, material. Yeah. There's license, the Ravens, yeah. yeah, the Ravens get some of it. If you got a dude's name on it, he probably gets a little piece of it too. Maybe some dude's number on a jersey or something. Maybe, some yeah. Money. Like if yeah, he if gets you buy nickel. like yeah, if you buy like yeah, if you were to buy you know like a Rogers jersey or something like that. Yeah. Well, so and then I don't know if he gets paid for that or not, or if that's part of your contract when you sign up that says, "Hey, man, like any merchandising rights we get off of you." Is is ours, mm-hmm. and that's probably NFL shit too. So are there just like you know your your uh, cut and dry, like I'm just a I'm just a mediocre athlete, and I get like what is a standard salary? League minimum is yeah. three fifty in football. I think it's like three fifty two or something like that, right? In oh, I have no idea. Yeah, that's the league minimum for third string sitting on the bench the whole fucking game. Yeah, don't do a damn thing. Three fifty two thousand dollars. Yeah, I would yes. I would salary. gladly be unknown. On the bench, like, dude, can you imagine being like a third string kicker? Get they the fuck out of here! How awesome like, is that? Did the team? Okay, I just have a questions. I have nothing but questions about all of this. <laughs> cool, because I know nothing about it, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, you've, you've been answering. All I know my less than nothing, well, so so that's that's pretty great. Yeah. So like, that's three hundred fifty-two because I'm planning my next career move. Well. Yes. <laughs> no, I think professional football is a great direction for you. you got the I would love to. I will sit on a bench for three hundred fifty-two k a year. Yeah, that's totally what you. That's all uh, you have to do. Well, you know what they're what they're running out I'll of. Show up there for the practices. I'll work out. Thirty-year-old, out of shape, fucking dudes that haven't that aren't very athletic. That's what so I'm that's saying. What, like that's what the NFL is running dudes. short on. Mm-hmm. They really. So you're gonna fill a. You're gonna fill a. It's it's a, a niche market, but it's it's yeah. a, it's a necessary. No, no, you're there. Yeah, but I believe in you. Yeah. No, there's actually real well, football players that still that love to sit on I'm the available. bench for that money. Mm. <laughs> the agent. 
Well, here's the thing, though, is that like the average career length in the NFL, I think, is only 3.4 years. Mm. So you think that like if that is your meal ticket for life. It ain't. Right. I uh, mean, chances are. Even if what about all the other guys? Uh, and most of those motherfuckers end up broke. Yeah. You know, that's the right. thing about it. Dude, what kills me is when people are like, hey, Kanye Hookers West didn't fucking do his taxes right. Everybody pitch into this GoFundMe for Kanye West. What? And it's like, yeah, that was for real. And, and <laughs> I was like, get the me. fuck out of here, man. Like, I didn't dude, do my taxes yeah. right either. If someone would pay me some money, yeah. right? We'll yeah, start a GoFundMe page. Well, no, just ask <laughs> yeah. Kanye for money. Yeah, yeah. you know All what I'm right. saying. See what he says. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of shit where it's like, dude, we're not. I'm like, I'm not, we're not taking care of these dudes. Like, hey, you used to play football once. We're gonna take care of you forever. Mm. Like, dude, that's. I mean, you want to fucking talk about entitlement? Being like, dude, I used to play for the Giants. And now I'm here. I'm sorry you were so terrible with that fucking three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, dumbass. Like you should have lived in a three hundred thousand dollar house, but they don't. They try to be ballers. Yeah, you I know? think that's the thing. They get wrapped up in that kind of. Well, I mean, dude, think oh, about like get, the guy's locker next to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is making fucking nineteen million dollars mm-hmm. a year, and you're at that three fifty. Like that's pretty low for being a professional yeah. football player. Oh, there's, you know, you don't want to be driving a fucking Taurus. Well, bring it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back to my dad. Like, he's always said that if you want to screw somebody up royally, like, give somebody who's never had any money a, bunch a whole of money. bunch of money yeah. and watch what happens. That's terrible, yeah. And, I mean, it's like whether you look at lottery winners or, mm-hmm. you know, athletes who work their lives to get this payday, and if they don't come from much, like, that's just a whole new set of challenges and experiences that... And nobody's there to like show help them out and dude, yeah, agents know, rape them, dude. I mean, people rape them all day long. Yeah. Charge, overcharge them. Unaware of what you're being, yeah, how you're being mm-hmm. taken advantage of. Nobody and, has their best interest in mind. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some of these guys were skipped through high school, skipped through college. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, like some of them are very intelligent, but there's some that aren't. You know, and you just give mm-hmm. them, and that's true of anybody that has, you know, you know, there's a lot of people out there with more money than sense. You know, definitely. Um, what are some of your other questions, Ben? What about all the other people who like are part of the team, but they're not the players? Well, on that's the, team. the thing, man. That's where they're I mean, not the that, coaches, but that, they're like the, like the water boy, big and the towel boy, yeah. like training it, staff. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of behind the scenes people, man. Not to mention the training camps that are operate mm-hmm. twenty four, you know, or three hundred sixty five days a year. Like Denver has a training camp, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. they train kid, you know. But dude, people are paying for those too. People are paying to send their kids to a Denver Broncos training camp. Oh, wow. You know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just like, they're, the like they are making a lot of money. Like, mm-hmm. you are talking about a multi-billion dollar industry. This thing mm-hmm. is ridiculous. And then think of all the spinoffs from that, man. All the sports TV shows, newspapers, magazines, leaflets, websites, talking heads. Like, dude. Licensing I mean, for yeah, commercials so and TV alone, rights. Mm-hmm. Football alone creates probably, I mean, just billions and billions of dollars of industry mm-hmm. in the United States. There was that movie about the concussions that the football players had gotten. With Will Smith. Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's called Concussion or yeah. uh-huh. something like that. So anyway, they, the NFL, like they were threatening the NFL. And based on this story, if it is indeed a true story, the FBI got involved with this doctor. So the NFL had enough power to pressure the FBI to pressure this doctor that they would fucking send him, you know, like revoke his medical license in that state. And then they would revoke his li- medical license in every state after that mm. if he didn't fucking stop pursuing this. Well, Dave, do you have any? I mean, like, you are a mental health dude. Uh, and I have a brain injury. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, do you have any 
That's why he's only half price, ladies That's and right. gentlemen. Go ahead and give us a shout after the show. <laughs> half price, Dave. Uh, that's yeah. great marketing. I appreciate that so much, Benji. Um, I mean, like, yeah, from like the mental health aspect. Do you? I mean, you're not a sports fan, really. Yeah, I don't mean I don't track yeah. football or anything. Um, I mean, I think it's great that there's been some light shed on the the issue of, of concussions within the NFL. And apparently uh, something I heard sometime in the last few months is that soccer players actually uh, suffer significantly more brain injuries than football players. Oh, really? fascinating. Yeah. Um, Football. Cause so. it's probably per like per incident. It's probably worse. Like for football players, yeah, yeah. I well, think, no, I for think, soccer players, oh, like because when you do hit, mm-hmm. there is no helmet, mm-hmm. and like the, the, you know, like the results are much worse than it is for like a collision mm-hmm. with foot, two people with football helmets. Yeah. See, it's interesting because I always thought that concussions would be the downfall of football that made for the rise of football mm-hmm. in the states. Like as you know, concussions right. and all that. Parents stop well, their. Play. It's just starting though, right? And so, but to hear that soccer is actually worse. Well, than, yeah, and you think about it, like <clears throat> the mentality that comes along with uh, with with anything that's tradition, right? Like, you know, people who's who grew up in football families and like they were football players themselves, and they hear about this thing that doesn't really resonate with them. It's like not my experience. I don't know about these brain injuries. What are you talking about? And I want my kid to play football. And so, even you know, in the light of this information, it's going to be hard to change people's perspectives around um you know the safety of the sport and they see it as a i think a lot of people see it as a a route towards something you know we were talking about like ending up with getting that big payday yeah you know it's a way out for a lot of people so getting out of small towns and shit like that it's it's the risk reward kind of thing right like there's a risk to it yeah but then the reward and you don't hear the stories too much about the people who are struggling with with uh head injuries down the line except for like i remember who was oh what was that um Running back uh, who killed himself a few years back, more than a few years back now. Junior Seau. Yeah, yeah, Junior Seau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that was, I think, one of the big things that brought brain injury to light. And that was, like, in his suicide note or something, wasn't it? Like, I want people to know what I'm dealing with. But there's – but it's still not – but like you said, man, it's still not everybody's – like, in high school, Texas, man, Texas big-time high school football. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nobody being like, nah, that's bullshit. You know, like it's not like it's still as popular as it ever was. Yeah. And but, I think what they do is they throw a little bit more padding in the helmet, mm-hmm. or they do something to make you wear a neck brace, and they yeah. say, "All right, that no hit in the head, like, no yeah. like targeting." Yeah, we change some change some rules around, mm-hmm. and, and you know, but, but well, you know, to to some degree, doesn't it still have to be football? Yeah, you know, it's still got to be football. And then I think that's the that's that's the other side of that argument, man. Is it still got to be football? Like it, it's dangerous. These people know it's dangerous going into. You were in the military. I was in the mm-hmm. military. How many fucking pieces of paper did you sign when you were in the military <laughs> that said you are signing your shit over? Mm-hmm. We're gonna make you go do some shit you might not like, mm-hmm. but you're fucking signing up to go do it under under uh, risk of personal injury or death. Under risk of personal injury or death. Under risk, you know, dude. I, I mean, dude, we signed some papers. Well, so there's no like. Secret. I was a marine. I think I signed one piece of paper, and it was just a blanket <laughs> piece of paper. It's like yeah. we own you now. Go fuck yourself. That's funny, man. Like I signed, you know, I signed several pieces of paper, and they did say, you know, and the guy was like, you know, like you understand that we can send you overseas to go to war, blah blah blah. It's like it's no secret, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I feel like football is the same way. Like you can get hurt in football. Well, 
you know? There's also a set of people who argue that helmets have actually made the sport more dangerous than safe because once helmets got involved and became like started hitting in the head. Exactly. The hard Uh, plastic, you know, shells as opposed to like leather helmets back in like the 40s and 50s. Tried not to hit each other in the head. Exactly. Like people were using their shoulders. But then they started teaching kids like, oh, no, you've got this. You hit them with – yeah. Yeah. You are now a human battering Exactly. Put your helmet on the ball. And so then (laughs) – you know, mm. compression and hits and all that stuff. No, but yeah, because I mean, you think about it too. Um, I don't know what the numbers are, but there's enough deaths of high school football players every year that you would think people would be like freaked out by it, but it's just something never talked about, right? You know, there's it's there's a high, fairly high probability when you look at things like uh, how many things kill people and right. high school football. I remember kills a decent amount of people I every year. Remember, like in high school, we didn't have anybody. Not that I remember, like, die on the football field, but there were, man, there were a number of just blown out knees and, and busted mm-hmm. rotator cuffs. And it's a rough sport, dude. The, and high school, mm-hmm. like, these kids are getting these injuries. You know, and then yeah. a lot of people chalk it up to, like, oh, well, they just don't know the game yet. They're not toughened up. They're not blah, blah, blah. But, but okay, like, let, man, let, that, like, two dudes on our senior, in my senior year of high school, like, irreparable damage to their knee like they never play yeah. football again well, yeah. let's talk about human nature i mean at that age at 19 years old 17 years old i mean that's when you would be fucking clowning through the forest fucking chasing you know with all you know 100 percent sprint fucking chasing an animal to kill it you know in some village somewhere you know what i mean trying to yeah. prove you're a fucking mm-hmm. man like a is it something that village. needs to be done is it is it a nice outlet for young aggression for young male aggression i mean Sports in general, you know? Yeah, I think sports in general, but I think, like, yeah. you know, Max brought up a good point about the helmet thing. Like, suddenly it becomes more than just about the sport and about the right. the expression of this, like, you know, male energy. It becomes, like, hurt. Hurt. I, we, yeah. Dude, I grew up in football, and they were like, I want you to fucking hurt that quarterback. Mm-hmm. I want you to knock his dick in the dirt. Like, all those stupid fucking mm-hmm. sayings. Like, that is the way they fucking taught you how to do it, man. They want you to get back there and put that dude out. Mm-hmm. Some of those dudes take that shit real serious, man. And I was probably, like, four feet tall at the time. <laughs> you know, that's some hardcore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's a little bit hardcore for that stage of the game. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it, like, you got football. Think about, like, grown, big fucking men. These are grown, big yeah. fucking dudes. Not like only. athletic fucking. 250 fucking pounds. Yeah. They're solid. Yeah. Solid motherfuckers hitting you, man. That's a big fucking deal. Like, that's a big fucking deal. If you think about, like, when you trip and fall, like, how awkward that is on your body, man. Just imagine getting plowed into a fucking wall. Well, that's why, you know, guys. quarterbacks used to be small guys, and now they're, like, they got to be 250 pounds. Yeah, yeah like six four. To, yeah. Just to take a hit because they're going to get hit. And to mean? see over their offensive linemen who are all, <laughs> like, six six. Of course, yeah. the passing game has fucking, you know, changed some of that, too. You know, they used to be small and quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you want them tall so you can see over the line and fucking yeah. all that shit. So yeah. it's an evolution to the players of football as well as the game. I think also, Ben, to Ben's point, talking about athletes in high school and irreparable damage. I mean, that's still that point in your life, too, where you've got that invincibility yeah. mindset, right? So you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go full bore and like, oh, yeah, my knee feels weird, but it's fine. Like, I can't mm-hmm. be hurt. I am And what's weird is Superman. that as you get older, you realize how insignificant fucking high school is. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird thing how, like, Dude. there's, like, this this part of society that, like, preys on the young, like, this young group of, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, high school, because it does, when you're in high school, it seems like it's 
Well, that's all the best part of society is all the people that grew up and realized high school is the best part of their life, so they can't leave it. (laughs) And they see the money making machine of it and they get stuck in it. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely that. Like, it's like high school itself, that whole mentality and everything. Like, that's an industry. So, prom's important and football's important. Yeah. yeah, High school football's important because they can't let it go. And don't get in trouble, you know, because it's all in your, you know, and all this shit that's just not, you know, like, dude, everybody I know, well, with the exception of, 10% 10% of the people I know, I bet, mm-hmm. fucking left high school behind, and it was fucking high school, and that was it, and mm-hmm. it's fucking been left behind. Yeah. You know, there's those other 10 percenters like, my fucking high school reunion, and I fucking got to keep in contact with every single person from high school. And, you know, like you said, and there's mm-hmm. never left it. Maybe that was the glory years for them. Mm-hmm. Coach, well, you just put me in. Oh, that's it. In that's it, the glory years, yeah. Um, but to that point, I would also say that to the kids going through high school at the time, it is the most important thing because at just the, yeah, no, just at like, the time, yeah, just yeah. like all of us, like sure. whatever we're dealing with now is like but the most. I wish you could express that depressing. to a kid that's like you know sad and depressed mm-hmm. in high school. It's like, dude, yeah, like this is going to be over in two fucking years, mm-hmm. and it won't. Yeah. Fucking well, that's matter. the thing about high none school, of these people will matter, dude. High school and college—that's the thing that those high school kids lack that we all have now—is perspective. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know? Like because to them there's there they haven't experienced anything beyond it, so that is their world. That is the, no, that's that's the I remember being there, man. And now I'm like I look back I and I'm too, like, yeah. why was that shit so important to me? Like why was that like why was I really embarrassed when X happened or you know why was I sure why, why was, was I, I so upset of, when this happened? You know yeah, yeah. like I was ashamed yeah. that I liked Dungeons and Dragons and comic books and stuff. And I think part of it's the culture now. Like mm-hmm. now like geek. Geek culture is more in vogue than it has been. Totally. But, you know, at the time it was like, I don't want anyone to know that I. Well, I think Mm -hmm. physiology as well, because, I mean, those are the ages where, like, hormones and emotion, like, we're, like, figuring out, yeah, what it means. Finding your place in society, man. I read an article about that. Like, like with teenage hormones and stuff, like, you don't develop until until it's, like, until you're in your 20s, I want to say that there's there's like a like a a scale of that that your brain can kind of register, and it's basically a, a, a relativity of like okay, how big of a deal is this to my brain? Like, yeah, there's, I, this oh, is like, like imminent life threatening <laughs> danger. This is not a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe I mean Dave more and more research is showing that the uh, like for. And it's longer for men, actually. Like the the the, the not give a shit button. Yeah. Well, there's that front Chemical. the frontal part of your brain, the frontal lobe, where you're doing higher level thinking. You're thinking about consequences. You're you're looking at cause and effect, mm-hmm. and you're able to. That's uh, a part of your brain that actually helps you to imagine what could happen and and create different scenarios. So for young men, our bodies are focused on developing our musculature and our athleticism. So our brain suffers for that. So um, at that, you know, high school age, men are like just this mass of like raw. Hmm? Max is mouthing something. I am. Don't oh. stop turning your head. Sorry. Just, just kind of like <laughs> rotate your head so you talk in the microphone. So, um, yeah, I'm going to talk into the microphone now. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a lot of research showing like twenty, like roughly like twenty seven ish for men is where oh. you finally get like that fully formed frontal part of your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for women, it's a little – it's younger because their bodies aren't necessarily as focused on developing the physical. So they right. – their brains develop a little bit quicker and they get yeah. more of the interpersonal kind of skill set younger yeah. than men and once do. they start dropping eggs, they're kind of like, <laughs> you know, 
they're, they're doing bodies the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bodies like, you're doing dropping it. Dropping eggs. Yeah, dropping eggs. Or she's whatever got her it. moon blood. Min- Minstuating oh, hair. She's, no, it's like it, – but yeah, kind of along that – but this article was basically saying that like that frontal lobe development, what it does is it, put thing, it puts things in perspective for you. Mm-hmm. But like as a teenager, when you experience something like, oh, those girls were mean to me at lunch and and – or like, oh, I almost got in a car accident. Like those are literally the same because your your brain at that point in your life does not know how to to scale those things appropriately. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. So, Makes sense. So you feel like it is like teenager. I was like, it's the end of my life, right. the end of the it world, like and that. you know, and it literally feels like that. Their mm-hmm. brain is telling them this yeah. literally has the same impact as if the world was ending. Sure, for you, which is kind of interesting to me. Yeah. That like, well, I, and then it puts they're it, just the oldest children. <laughs> that's what. That's all. That's all they're they are. The they're the oldest grown-up children. Yeah, they're the oldest children. You yeah, know, essentially, until you, you know, then you reach a different stage in life, kind of. Yeah, and then yeah. and on that note, like it's interesting. Like so many people recognize that. Like, I think there's a lot of adults these days who went through that, and they're trying to save their kids from that. And I think what that ends up doing is you deny people the opportunity to grow through it. So then when they become adults and they never – so th- we have adults now that are, I think are experiencing things at an emotional level that you should have been experiencing in high school. Uh, but you're saved from it. You're protected from being uncomfortable and you're protected from being – and not to vouch for bullying and not to vouch for – No, I get you. Yeah, but there, there's, there's a – I think a developmental need for people to go through these stages. And rather than have adults come in there and coddle people and like – and deny, like, you know, you, this stuff shouldn't happen at all. It's more like how do we teach kids to move through it knowing, like what you're saying, Benji, that there's a there's a future beyond this. Right. And that things will change um, rather than try to, like, coddle them and hold them back from it so they never learn how to, how to manage their nervous system within the context of what real life is. I wonder if we're if, – if, that, that, if, if that's getting to an older point. Like the 13-year-old mentality is now – affecting 16 and 17 year olds whereas you know they grew through it before 8 9 10 11 12 13 whatever and now now the 19 year olds today are like the 13 year olds of yesteryear mm. i mean you I, know what i'm saying like the 1940s and 50s you know like I, a 13 year old would be like dude shut the fuck up get up and you know get mm-hmm. up and go well, back to work you're mm-hmm. the one you that know? that drew the perspective between like running and forests. So, I mean, you think to life 200 years ago and the mm-hmm. difference in scope of what it meant to be 16 then versus yeah. now, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we have like this delayed, even a few hundred years adulthood. ago, as early as a hundred years ago, you'd be 17 with four kids and a farm. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And I think part of it though is, you know, society and what it means to be adult has become more complex. So it takes longer to learn about all the nuances of how do you work with people? Well, that's how do you work with I hadn't really thought about different that. Layers. There's more, mm-hmm. there's more to it now. So there's more, yeah, there's more we have to learn about. Yeah. More we have to learn about being in the world yeah. than just Yeah. You're more connected. Yeah. 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 You're not just strictly at the mercy of your uncles and your immediate family and your, your close knit circle of people in Kentucky or wherever the fuck, you mm-hmm. know? Huh. Like you're exposed to a lot more, so you have to learn about a lot more and learn how to deal with it. That's interesting, mm-hmm. Dave. I like that. Interesting. I'm going to push up my nerd glasses, but like <laughs> I've always thought about like elves, and we've talked like, you know, the. <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> where my, but, like, elves. You know, but you think about, you think about the perspective like, of immortality. The perspective yeah. of someone who would live, if, if we had a, uh, 400 years to live, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we were. You know, childhood can could extend, adulthood could extend. You know, you would 
you know, what does that do to the perspective? Like you're truly like developmentally only a child for 20 years and, you know, oh, that'd be and wild. or less. But, you know, it'd be but interesting like, to know something like that, to know people like that where they're yeah. like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like in fucking 700 years or we're like, why are you recycling again? You didn't work the first time. Well, you got to do it. You got to stop making that shit. I mean, think of the difference. <laughs> In the way we all think between now and 10 years ago. Like, oh, yeah. granted, we all feel like the same person, mm-hmm. right? No, but it's different. Oh, yeah, I feel different. Perspective has totally changed, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then imagine on, a, like, 150 years. Like, <laughs> how different Dude, 15 that? years I ago, know, right? I believe, I, like, I would be really disappointed. Like, if I was to show back to myself 15 years ago and be like, ta-ta. <laughs> my, uh, my old self would be like, dude, fucking come on. <laughs> like fucking a vest, really? You're uh. fat, you're wearing a vest, dude, come on. <laughs> oh, you got glasses now all the time, too. Sweet like, you're fucking doing sweet. It. Yeah, you're Kill killing me it, now. Dude, fucking oh. But, oh but it's look. not a minivan, but it's raised up to look like an SUV. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know, <laughs> fucking, dude, don't see, you know, so that's definitely... Yeah. There's definitely some truth to that. Yeah. But we're certainly a far cry from the Cleveland Indians winning the <laughs> World Series. That's the beauty of this show, though. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. We talked about well, professional athletes and childhood development. Because the question didn't matter. Because <laughs> it's about the Cleveland Thanks, Indians. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> it's all just a – it's, it's uh, the, the, the topics are really just a premise for us to Just a launching off point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, start here and see what happens. Yeah. It's like a maze. Yeah, but we went through NFL concussions. Mm-hmm. Will Smith. I feel like we have a, we have a blank sheet of paper school. that just has an X that says "Start here." Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sign just, here. Like, it's all loops <laughs> and squiggles. Yeah. And, and then so. and then on the other side of the paper it says "Finish." Thirty minutes later. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. no there's no maze. I actually had mm-hmm. a friend who told me that she would love to see some visual representation of one of our conversations. Like if we could find an artist to actually like sketch some sort of mind map. Oh wow. Just because. Yeah. That would be wild. Yeah, just because they do go all over the place. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would look at that. You no, know, it's interesting how you'll get to somewhere, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, my wife's like that. She skips a step with everything. <laughs> like, she just like, skips a what? step. Well, I'll ask her. She probably has that step. She's no, she she internalizes that step, right, but it's and then not, it comes out. Sure. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it... it it's like getting your MapQuest directions. Anybody that remembers MapQuest? Mm-hmm. I remember I got directions one time. Mm-hmm. To Atlanta, and they left off one fucking direction. You know what? That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on That's that, That's a yeah. pretty big yeah. deal. When you don't turn here, nothing else past that point doesn't mm-hmm. fucking match up. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. That's something I've realized even in my writing is that, like, because a lot of times I'm talking about ideas. So, like, laying out the steps so people can follow my train of thought, which to me is it's completely innate. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. like, there. it's there, and I see mm-hmm. all these connections. But then, uh, like, making sure to clearly uh, – Oh, it's uh, like know, that when I'm there. remodeling my house to my wife verbally. You know, and I'm like, all right, and then we'll take this door, move it over here, and then this is going to be – and she's like, well, what about this? I'm like, that's where the ledge is going. <laughs> you know, and she, like, she just can't – up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, like ah, I'll draw it for you again. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's not in her head, so it's impossible to see. Yeah. But it's really easy for me to describe. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Epidose. We're at time. Thank all you guys right. for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Benji Pickens. Hey. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Yeah, man. I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore. A special thanks to our in-studio guest today, Outdoor Dave. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, it's yeah. always great to have you here, man. Hey, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast you're listening to us on. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Twink us on the Twitter, at ig and un. 
Make sure you send all your topics to topics at ignorantanduninformed.com, or you can download all the podcasts that we have at topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. We're going to be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot-ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off.